Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm back on the show for episode 104. And gentlemen, it is good to be back. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. Happy to have you. And with me, as always, is Steve and Adam. You Hello. Can, you can tell the person that hasn't been doing this, trudging through this week after week after week after week. <laughs> that is very true. I haven't been in the trenches with you guys, but I'm back there tonight. So he's and got, I'm very he, excited to be here. He's got to bring the energy that we don't have anymore. Right. <laughs> All right, oh, Rook, man. bring us up. Well, you know I always bring the energy. Yes. Yeah, that's something you'll never, ever be accused of, of not having energy to whatever you show up right. to. Right, agreed. Yeah, that's uh, agreed. true. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just me. That's the personality that I bring, and I'm looking forward to bringing it to episode 104 here on the show tonight. It's great to uh, re-engage with some of the listeners, and great to be back on the show with you guys. So, can't wait to get started. Then, let's get started. Away we go. All righty. We're going to get right into it then. So I'm super excited that I'm back on the show tonight, and I totally love the beer theme that we're doing. So I'm super stoked that I'm part of this episode. This is an interesting theme, and one that I think is is very unique. And we are going to be doing collaborations on the show today. But the unique thing about it is, is it's not the traditional brewery, brewery collaborations. It's brewery with somebody or something else. It's not B2B. It's B to whatever else. It's B to X, I guess. <laughs> well, I think we have one B to B on the show, but we'll save that for a little bit later. That's B to different B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a different B, yes. <laughs> right now, a lot of marketing people are very angry and confused as well because that's business to business. <laughs> yes. But they still have to keep listening to figure out what the hell we're talking about. Yes. Yes. So the first one that we're going to do on the show today, the first beer we're going to drink is a B2M. B2M? Do you guys have any idea what a B2M is? I've had a B2M this morning. <laughs> I've had a couple. <laughs> so I'm probably going to have a couple is... more tomorrow because I had Burger King for dinner. Gross. Ooh, I know. Man. Desperate times. And we're just going to pour three unique beers right on top of that Burger King. Yeah. And you are going to be in trouble. But three beers of different styles. <laughs> yeah, all different styles. All different breweries. Then all different collabs. Then have your coffee in the morning. I may as well just call my boss now and tell him I'm taking the morning off. It's not morning off. It's just call him. Just call in with diarrhea. Right. I'll be in the office. I just won't be working. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boss. Diarrhea just called. I'll be in a little late today. Can you please talk to your boss that way? <laughs> hey, motherfucker, diarrhea time. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah okay. Diarrhea once. and jelly okay. time. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes. Just once, have somebody record it. Yeah, that is all it takes is have, once. <laughs> yeah, have Bubba record it and put it up on TikTok, <laughs> where I can't watch because I don't have TikTok. <laughs> and you're over the age of 30. That's true. I would ask what TikTok is. I really don't know, but I would You're over the age of 30. It doesn't yeah, it's, so. no, it's irrelevant to you. I'm not really interested, you. to tell you the truth. The only thing I'm interested in right now is cracking into this lovely beer that's sitting in front of me. What is it? All right, so first off, uh, on the show today, we are going to be drinking the Pseudo Sue from the wonderful brewery Toppling Goliath out of Decorah, Iowa. So, and I'm super excited about this. So the collaboration here is a B2M, Brewery 2 Museum, I guess mm. we would call that. Yes. And this is beer, brew, beard. Beard? <laughs> brewed. Beard brewed. In collaboration with the Chicago Field Museum. So uh. I have to say, I mean, I, 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 I love Because Iowa beer. doesn't have any museums. <laughs> no. <laughs> they had to go to Illinois to find yeah. a museum to brew beer with. <laughs> but I'm super excited about this. Um, I've had the beer before. It's, it's great. And one of the cool things about Toppling Goliath is that they are very rare on these parts of uh, the country. You can only get them in two states currently east of the Mississippi, and that is Massachusetts and Florida. They don't distribute anywhere else, That's but hopefully they... Choice. Yeah, it is kind of odd, but I'm hopefully they expand their distribution here. But you can get them through Tavor, I know, as well. So uh, if you're yes. interested in uh, you know, signing up for that, then you we can get Pseudo We won't talk about anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you about that between segments. <laughs> we'll tell you about that later. But yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm going to crack into this beer. So this, the Pseudo Sue, just to give everybody a heads up on what this is this is a single hopped pale ale and this one is all citra hopped guys and what this does is it provides a well-balanced beer drinking experience and it has ferocious hop aromas of citrus and mango Mm. and there's a refreshing taste that is bright with just enough bite can I make it more obvious that I'm reading that right off the can? <laughs> it's bright with enough bite because there's a Tyrannosaurus uh, on the can. Oh, that's what that was. Yes. Isn't isn't Sue the name of the Tyrannosaurus Rex in the Chicago Field Museum? Yes, I believe. Yeah, I believe yeah. that's what it, that's what it so is. So pseudo Sue, this would be the fake, fake Sue. Fake Sue. It's the beer version of Sue. But I love a good brewery to, co- to museum collaboration, and this is the only Who one doesn't? I know of. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and pop this top and get this bad boy poured. Or bad girl port, I guess I should say. Yeah. We don't we don't identify on this show. I don't know well, let's not assume the Tyrannosaurus is gender. Right. <laughs> so while Sam pours that, I'm thinking now that there needs to be some sort of science center pairing. Yes. That gets the astronaut ice cream in that bitch. Yes. Ooh, Hell yes. That would be really, really good. And honestly, you could probably just contract that out to any science museum and well, local yeah. brewery yeah i mean honestly you can just contract it out to yourself because you can buy astronaut ice cream off amazon so <laughs> i have done it <laughs> <laughs> well guys i can say that i i officially feel that i've been downgraded from you know one of the original hosts to a true guest now because the uh, taster that I'm drinking this beer out of is plastic. You got a little, <laughs> well, yeah. I got a that's, little plastic glass that's, to drink uh, out of. That's because you took it from me. <laughs> oh, you were going to use this I one? Was. From P- Pine Hollow you, Service at McKee's Rocks? You, you made that decision for yourself. Yeah. You downgraded yourself. Well, you, maybe, you maybe took I the did. shitty glass and then you announced <laughs> that you're now... You played yourself. <laughs> ah, man. Thanks, DJ Khaled. <laughs> All right, let's get into the beer. We've wasted enough time. We need to get drinking here. It looks like a citra pale ale. It's very, very hazy. Yes. 
Now, I can tell just by looking at this beer that it is all citra hop. This doesn't look like any other hop varietals. <laughs> this is all citra, baby. Okay. <laughs> all right. It just has that look to it. It looks like a juice. <laughs> it's a very juicy beer. Ah, very you juicy. like it, the juice, huh? I like it, the juice. <laughs> On the nose, uh, you know, hey, I get all that citra hop. Yeah, it's tropical. That one I can actually identify. <laughs> I can't identify it from looks. <laughs> from smell, I'm okay with. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I've had this beer a bunch of times Right, before. right. <laughs> Maybe that's why they picked uh, Florida. You know, Florida is somewhat of a tropical place, tropical. kind of. Certain times throughout the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Mm. It is very flavorful. I tell you, it's a, it's a citra hopped punch in the face, but not too, too overpowering. Like you can taste all the citra hops yeah. up front. Uh, you know, you taste those nice juices, um, you know, but at the end of the day, I think this is a somewhat refreshing beer. It's it's not too, too hoppy, but then again, it is it is just an American pale ale. It's not a, an IPA, so that's yeah. what you would expect. So are they considering this in the a, a hazy pale ale? Or just a pale ale. Obviously, on the looks of it, it's uh, yeah. Fairly... I mean, from the looks I'm, of it, it yeah. looks like a hazy pale ale. Right. It doesn't say that on. Okay, the can, I wasn't but... sure if that was something that they were driving for, or just kind of ended up that way, just because that's the way trends are going. Yeah, I, I don't know. This beer has been around for a bit longer than the the trend than the hazy, you know, mm-hmm. the haze craze. So I think it's just it happens. It just is. Yeah, it just happens to share that look. Okay. I don't think they. I don't think they were shooting for New England IPA, but that's probably why it's very popular because it was already there. It was already there, and it's just like this is really drinkable. Mm-hmm. It's really soft. It it is. Yeah, it is. I think what they did is they actually went to the Field Museum, you know, to do a little bit of research and figure out, you know, which dinosaur they wanted to brew this beer with. Mm -hmm. And they were talking to the Tyrannosaurus Rex and they were like, hey, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Sue, what is your uh, what's your favorite type of hop? And he was like, Citra. And so they were like, you know what? We're just only going to use Citra hops in this beer. Say word. And then they asked, you know, about brewing styles, and it said, unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> and then it took a shit on the floor, and Toppling Goliath left, and then they just went back and brewed this beer. And then they went back to Iowa and made their beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Story over. Great day. <laughs> what Did you say what the uh, ABV was on this? Um, the ABV on this bad girl is 6.8%. Oh, and what about 50 IBUs. Uh, you answered my question. I, yep, I was one step ahead of you. <laughs> Interesting. But, I, it just, yeah, it just seems not like that harsh. Like I said, it, this is a really soft, drinkable beer. It it doesn't have a whole lot of hop residue. Uh-uh. There's a little bit there. It's it sticks around a skosh, yeah. but it is it is not annoying. Yeah, it's it's more of a pebble in the shoe rather than a stick in the eye. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying to, to pass some of these beers around. I actually brought these back from a trip to Florida, and I gave one to my buddy Chris, and he said that it is the best pale ale he's ever had. Hmm. Okay. So. I don't know if I'll say that just because it doesn't look like a pale ale. <laughs> right. I can't pass yeah, it off as well. It's a little bit more like an IPA. I'd, yeah. I'd call it an IPA if I didn't didn't actually read this can first. Right. Toppling Goliath defined what this beer was to me. but Right. Especially since now that you said it's 50 IBUs, I feel like... Er- Everything that you said it puts it closer to an IPA. Mm-hmm. If we're going by BJCP, <laughs> official Actually. judging. Yeah, official judging it, you know, especially now that the Brewers Association has created hazy, uh, you know, the hazy category. Right. I feel like all of this fits into that more, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe at the museum, Sue was like, don't put a label on this. Just call it a pail and let them figure it out for themselves. 
could be that too. <laughs> that dinosaur has I, a I lot of strong opinions. Yes, that's that's most likely. I think dinosaur knows how to market. Right. I guess. <laughs> well, the important thing it's been is around for a while. The know. important thing is, do you like it? Do you don't like it? That's all that really yeah. matters. Well, yes, definitely like it. Sam obviously likes it. Mm. I love it. Adam doesn't seem great. to hate it. So, so that's a win. Yeah, I don't hate <laughs> for toppling Goliath I, and for the show and for me since I brought the beer. Yeah, not that toppling Goliath needs us to suck their dick because <laughs> this is one of the more popular beers right. out there. So. Yeah, exactly, they've got quite the reputation. And I, yeah. I certainly have no plans to. Right. So. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> On a physical end, save those DSLs for Sue herself. <laughs> We've all declared our at least like for the beer. <laughs> at least Lack of hate. I'll go indifference. Okay. Ambivalence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds fancier. Okay. That's a 25 yeah. cent word. Okay. So, yeah, we, we've gotten to that point. So now it's time to move on. Uh, you've, it's been a while for you, Sam. So it's now news, notes, and neat. Mm-hmm. We've added a neat. I don't know if you were there for that. Yeah, I think so. I okay. think the last time okay. was news okay. notes and neat, but it has okay. been a while. So, yeah. well, he's the grizzled vet. He's uh, been through it at least once. Right, <laughs> he's got it once. So we're we're gonna move on. We're still the same. Is we just do the news and then we do the notes and then we do the neat. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'll chime in where I can if I have any uh, any one of those three. All right then. So I've got a couple, and they're just real quick things. I just want to burn through them. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with them. That's fair. But uh, one of the reasons why Sam is now back on the show and he hasn't been on the show for a bit is because he took a break over Lent, and he actually gave up booze. Yes. So was that that was all booze, not just beer? That was all booze. It was okay. beer, wine, and liquor. Okay. And to give you guys an update on that, it did not go well. <laughs> all right. <laughs> giving, up, giving up beer for... 40 days and 40 nights is a lot more challenging than it sounds. <laughs> well, the reason why I brought it, I brought all this up, though, was because somebody did the exact opposite of what Sam did, and uh, this guy gave up food. He gave up everything except beer. Oh. So he's dead. No. He actually lost 44 pounds. By only drinking beer. Yes. But what else did that do to his body? I mean, that can't... That's not good for you. Uh, it actually, it, well, no. It, he what he was doing Where's was he nutrients was nutrients coming from the, from the beer from the beer. Yeah, dude. So what he was doing was he was following old Catholic tradition of the monks who would fast uh-huh. during Lent, and all they could drink was beer, and that's how the the Doppelbock came to be. I'm, I remember we talked about that yeah. on the podcast eons ago. That was actually episode three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was our first episode. It was ago. our fish rye episode. We had the Troganator Doppelbock on. That's how we originally came to talk about it. Damn. This guy followed that for the forty days, and he lost you know forty four pounds. I'm curious where he started. So this, <laughs> this is my caveat to all this. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how cutting out like fast food and stuff from his life you know, is what did it. And it's like, that's kind of obvious. Right. Because fast food is trash. So <laughs> yes. what this, this guy's diet basically consisted of was drinking beer and eating fast food. Uh, and he just took out the fast food. And then he took out fast food. <laughs> and just drank the beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. So it's, it's nothing. I guess biological, he's going to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he went from a vegan diet <laughs> or, you know, a good keto paleo diet or anything like that and then went to beer. Right. Yeah, he wasn't running half marathons right before he started this. Right. He was living his garbage life like I am uh-huh. and then went to a half garbage life. Right. <laughs> Was, so, wasn't that a game when we were in college, half garbage life? <laughs> yes, it was a really bad <laughs> half-life garbage, maybe something right. like that. 
It was a really bad version of Half Life. <laughs> it was like an add on expansion pack. Yeah. <laughs> the entire thing was in a dump. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice story that's going around on everybody's Facebook. Yeah. But hey, drink beer, lose weight. Exactly. But really, it's just bullshit. It's just the guy who lives a shitty life and then right. only led half a shitty life right. for 40 but days. In reality, all it comes down to is calories in versus calories out. Right. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. So he did less of that. <laughs> right, exactly. But kudos to him for sticking to it, mm -hmm. to losing those 40-some pounds, and I hope he keeps it off. <laughs> well, he, I, I mean, do. He, he I said do. Oh, no, no, I believe that you hope he keeps it <laughs> off, but the fact that, do I think he's going to keep it off, that's that's what that uh, yeah. snarky he, laugh was he about. Understood. He was saying. <laughs> I wasn't laughing at you. I was yeah. laughing at that. <laughs> the fact that he thinks point. he's going to keep it off. Fair that's point. what he's eating is fast food and beer. <laughs> I mean, he, he was saying that he recognized that it was, you know, that was mm -hmm. part of his shitty life, so right. he's going to try to not do that, but yeah. Well. Well, let's let's hope for the best. Yeah, hope I'm, for the best. I'm on team Adam. I hope he. I hope he keeps it <laughs> going. Uh, moving on, the next real quick thing: Pennsylvania is again number one in overall craft beer production. Number one, number one. Three years in a row, we produced 3.7 million barrels in 2018. How many of that came from Yingling? Exactly. So moving on. <laughs> still counts. Still counts. Still counts. That's still right. counts. We're still number one in craft beer that's production. Right. Keep moving them goalposts. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're better than California, and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, let's see. And the final thing I wanted to mention was Picklesburg is back, July twenty sixth to the twenty eighth. Okay. And it's coming off the bridge. Yes. That's oh, why I brought it, it up. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Well, it's about time. Well, the bridge was too crowded. Well, it's still on the bridge, but. It's coming off the bridge as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so they're just expanding it. Yes. It's now, which way are they expanding it? Into the city or out towards the North Shore? Into the city, off the bridge, onto the Fort Duquesne Boulevard oh, between okay. uh, Stanwix and 7th. That's good. Mm. Yeah. That needs to happen. Yeah, so it'll be on the river side of that. So you can still go to that. And it was ranked number one specialty food fest for, on that USA Today poll oh, from yes. March. Really? Yeah, that came in number one. Uh, you can probably expect a whole bunch of pickle beers there. Mm. Pickle I, ice cream, pickle whatnots. Yeah, well, I was just saying pickle beers because we're a beer podcast. No, that makes sense. Pickle everything else is be there too, but <laughs> <laughs> pickle beers, go check them out. I, I've seen them on social media, so I can only imagine that there's going to be at least six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to guess six. That's my over-under. <laughs> six pickle beers this year at Picklesburg. But yeah. Oh. They were number one specialty food. Fresh Fest came in number two on Beer Fests okay. on that poll. And Cinderlands came in number eight in new breweries. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. So speaking of Cinderlands, uh, I, I think uh, what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks uh, might help them out in that, uh, even though they won't be new anymore. They are officially opening up their second location in Pittsburgh Strip District. In the Spaghetti Warehouse. Yes, they are having their grand opening on May 7th. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they are going to have their grand, grand opening Friday, May 10th. Neat. So that, of course, is at the Old Spaghetti Warehouse down in the Strip District. Uh, they are expanding. They are going from a three-and-a-half-barrel system to 15 barrels. Cool. Yeah. So they are, they are what is that, like quadrupling? Plus. Quintupling. Yes. <laughs> That's quintupling. <laughs> so they're getting bigger. Yes. They're getting bigger. Uh, it's obvious that they make good beers. So... 
Uh, congratulations to them. They're num- <laughs> We're number eight. We're number eight. Uh, it seems to me uh, that one of the things that they are most excited about is not only the expansion of their beers, but they're also able to expand their kitchen a little bit, too. Mm. They want to be making big, stupid sandwiches. Hell yeah. So they're going to keep making big, stupid sandwiches, and then uh, there might be some talk of some big, stupid entrees as well. So they're going to be like Fatheads, Pittsburgh, North. <laughs> But with Cinderland's beer. <laughs> right. In the east. In the east. <laughs> well, it's kind of in the north because it's in the Strip it's, District. Yeah, it's it's north. Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all I, there. I'm excited about this because, number one, I've never eaten Cinderland's food, but everybody I've talked to that's had it says it's amazing. So I'm super excited for them to expand their kitchen and their food offerings. The other thing, though, I think they're going to have like a similar hitchhiker effect where... And everybody knows, well, maybe not everybody knows, but I'll say it again. When Hitchhiker was real small and just brewing on, I don't know if there was three and a half or a five barrel system. I, I don't remember exactly what it was when they were just in Mount Lebanon, but the beer was just mediocre. But then they uh, expanded to the, you know, big old Pittsburgh beer factory in um, Sharpsburg, and their beer is amazing now. It's definitely right. one of my favorite breweries in the entire city. Now, Cinderlands brews very good beer, but I think with this new system, they're really going to take it to the next level and they're going to be one of the premier breweries in Pittsburgh. I think they have the opportunity to do it and I look forward to uh, to seeing what they come up with. So you're saying they're starting at good, but they're going to turn into a double plus. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll at least get to, gold star. I, I think they'll at least get to great. Okay. <laughs> um, that's just my personal opinion, but I, I know their beer has a lot of uh, a lot of buzz around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I've probably had a dozen of their beers, and I, I do think they're quite good, so and I'm are, excited to see what they do. And they are going to be getting into the barrel-aged game. Hell yeah. Oh, they are. Nice. Yes. Uh, Very with, nice. With the opening Everybody the gets into space. that game when you get space. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly. I'm uh, sure they'll be getting the wiggle barrels, like uh, as they, is tradition They'll just Pittsburgh. walk down the street and go get them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what they're going to do is they're going to concentrate on the barrel-aged beers at the new place, and at the uh, original location, they're going to jump on a train that I was not expecting, the farmhouse sales. Whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't care about farmhouse, yo. <laughs> so maybe they'll make one that you, will make you care about them. No, I won't even try them. <laughs> All, right. All right, then. That's not a bad no. idea, though, because you don't see a lot of farmhouse ales around Pittsburgh. Pretty much not Spring really. Hill Brewery up in Polish Hill yeah. is the only place that does them consistently. When everybody zigs, you zag. Hmm. Yeah, why not? What the heck? I mean, shit, there's so many breweries coming to Pittsburgh. Well, there's so many breweries in Pittsburgh. There's so many more coming to Pittsburgh. I mean, you got to differentiate yourself right. in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form because, you know, we're going to be upwards of, what, 60, 65 breweries after the summer's over? Eventually, to get to a point where at every can release, a brewery's just going to strap a big purple dildo to all the cans just <laughs> to stand out just a little bit more. I know. What I'm hearing is you got to sell zigzags. <laughs> Zigzag I wasn't pale ale. I wasn't paying attention, but you're supposed to sell zigzags now. <laughs> How did we get to this point, Pittsburgh? <laughs> zigzags and big purple dildos. Yeah, zigzags right down from the uh, wellness center. Quote, quote, wellness center. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I guess I should chime in with something that's kind of newsworthy, kind of neat all You're prepared. at the same time, I guess. Yeah, I'm prepared as I'm going to be. So <laughs> our local grocer, our friends at Giant Eagle, uh, are going to now be delivering beer to your home. <laughs> So, oh, so I don't have to use the pizza delivery guy anymore. Uh, yes, you're exactly right. I give you an extra 20. <laughs> yes. You go up the market district. 
Well, but only the shady side market district for now. So okay. um, as of the 18th of this month, uh, Giant Eagle is piloting uh, this program out of their shady side market district in Shady Side. They created an app called beervan.com, and they're currently delivering to six zip codes around. I guess I think they're all in the east of Pittsburgh, Probably. somewhere on the east side. Yeah, but it's cool. You can go on their website. You add beer to your shopping cart. You pick out what you want. You pay for it, and they deliver it right to your doorstep within a two-hour window. Huh. I'm curious what the delivery fees are on are so, on that. So the, that's I'm glad you asked. So the <laughs> delivery fee is going to be four ninety-nine. Okay. But what I haven't heard, and I don't know if there's going to be a limitation on the amount of beer that you can purchase, that because obviously be when you go question. into the supermarket, you can get 192 ounces, and mm. then you got to take it to your car, come back in, and buy more. I didn't see anything on their website or in the article I read about that, but I'd be curious to know if you can only order a limited amount of beer through them. I imagine so. I, I would assume so, but... Mm. Um, I took a look at the website, and it's it's pretty generic. I think they have about 61 different beers on there right now. Uh-huh. A variety of 12-packs, 15-packs, 6-packs. And they have some craft beer on there, but it's nothing compared to the selection that you would find in the store itself. It's the more generic stuff from Southern Tier, from Stone, 21st Amendment, Lagunitas, things like that. How spoiled are we? <laughs> this, the, the, you said something that, that really struck me. You said, yeah, it's it's a fairly, you know, a lackadaisical selection it's only 60 some beers that we can choose from <laughs> it just struck me as really funny of just how spoiled are we yeah we're spoiled we're snobby that's right <laughs> <It's> ridiculous <laughs> yeah you can pair groceries with this as well right no you cannot no? and oh, that oh. i was going to bring that up next oh, okay. it's not part of their uh, curbside express delivery service oh. now giant eagle also has a home delivery service at the market districts mm-hmm. but you cannot currently purchase beer uh, using that system for home delivery. Oh. The beer, you have to go, either go into the store and purchase separately, or now you can use thebeervan.com. I think Giant Eagle is just trying to pilot this out, get on the cutting edge. Hopefully when the laws become a little bit more lax, then you could start to add beer onto your regular mm-hmm. home delivery grocery orders. And I think that's where it would really start to excel. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah, I'm purchasing all these groceries, throw on a couple six packs as well. That right. would be it, very convenient. It sounds to similarly to what they did with their get-go gas stations uh, for a, a bit of a time, like the one that is is close to my place where there is the get-go gas station which is right next to the get-go convenience store right even though they essentially share a parking lot they are considered two separate entities they have to be or they wouldn't be able to sell sell beer exactly so they they did a workaround and it sounds like they're doing that again they're trying to find a workaround other workarounds yeah yeah Yeah. and i also because i think um can't you get delivery from beerport and caliente that are both in that area? I believe Caliente, yes. Yeah, I, don't I know think about Beerport. Yeah. I think I never used that service before, but I th- Well, yeah, we I think don't you're right. yeah, we don't live yeah. in that area, so we but I'm I know Caliente for sure and I think Beerport. But yeah, so so it sounds like Giant Eagle would also want to compete with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, well, I can tell you one person who is absolutely not going to be trying out this service. Toppling Goliath? No. Oh. Adam. <laughs> Yeah. Adam is not going to be doing that. No. Why would I? Because I don't, I don't live in Shadyside. <laughs> well, you don't live in Shadyside, but you live near Robinson. And if the Robinson Market District starts to do it, you're also not going to be doing it from them because they only accept PayPal. Oh, yeah. Screw that. <laughs> that is the only way that you can pay through Beer Van is through no. PayPal. So sorry, Adam. I have no problem every once in a while getting a pizza delivered here. But you know what? I'm not so lazy that I can't get off my own can and go grab some beer myself. 
I'll be know. I'll be bootstrappy when it comes to going and getting beer. I don't care. You'll go get the you'll go get the beer before you'll get PayPal. Yeah, yeah. You're not too lazy to get beer, but you're too lazy to sign up for PayPal. Adam, Actually, that's probably not Adam, true. Adam, There's Adam probably other reasons. Adam's actively fighting a life of convenience now. <laughs> actively fighting against it. Hey, sometimes you got to rise up and be be the bigger man when everybody else is succumbing to that convenience. I'm going to trade in my hatchback for an old Model T. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Tear up the driveway so it's all potholes. <laughs> Whatever. So, you know what beer that you won't be able to find on Giant Eagle's beer van? Or anywhere in Pennsylvania. Or anywhere in Pennsylvania. <laughs> or Ohio. Or in New York. <laughs> what beer is that, Steve? The Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that won't be part of the 61 beers that you can get from Giant Eagle. <laughs> that is true. Today. 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 That is true, but today we are drinking it, yeah. and we've had a chance to drink even more of it while mm-hmm. we've been blabbing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll start. I love it. I knew that going in. I brought it. I wouldn't have brought it back from Florida if I didn't love this beer. So right. hopefully you guys are enjoying this beer as well. But to your point, Steve, it's it's clean. It's crisp. It's very citrusy. It's an easy drinker. It's crushable, and it's just all around a very good well-balanced citra pale ale yeah styles aside whether you want to argue that it's just a pale ale or it's a hazy new england ipa whatever you want to argue about that i don't care because it is a super drinkable beer it's in you know like you were saying chris said it's one of the best you know beers that he's had and i am tending to agree it's just so easy to drink it's so easy to put a whole bunch down it's a little dangerous because you don't recognize the six eight in it so it like and it's not multi in any way it doesn't approach that multiness it's super fresh for being kind of on the heavy side a little mm-hmm. bit yeah you know, it's not often you find a beer that's you know approaching seven percent that doesn't have at least a little bit of malt thick to it right so it, yeah it has to yeah but uh this one doesn't and this one's great and i wish i could get more of it toppling goliath hint hint Start distribute, <laughs> or just send it straight to Steve, or send Steve. Give Steve. <laughs> either or. Send King Sue too. <laughs> send others. Yes, if we can get the King Sue, that would be awesome. Send others. <laughs> and unfortunately, I've I've seen this and I've drank it the first time in Massachusetts, and then I picked some up from Florida, and they had a, a couple other toppling Goliath beers, but the King Sue was nowhere to be found. I'm mm. guessing if you, I'm guessing you might only be able to get that in Iowa. I think that one might be more seasonal as well. Oh, really? I think I think it might be. I could be wrong. I didn't. I'm fine being wrong because I don't live in Iowa and I don't know <laughs> toppling Goliath release that's, schedule. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good exchange. Yeah, yeah. But you can tell me I'm wrong and I won't bother me none. <laughs> Adam, thoughts? it's fine. Okay, it's fine. No, it, it, it's fairly obvious. I am not the type of person for this beer. I I get it. I'm just not gonna get it. Okay. Yeah. If somebody Adam handed is not it, the target market. <laughs> if somebody handed it to me, I would drink it. But I, it, it's not something I'm going to seek out. I was going to give you the rest of the can, but then you made that comment, and I just took it for myself. <laughs> no, that's like, fine. You know what? I, I'll, you can finish off one of the other beers. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I, <laughs> Sorry, bro. It, it, it's, I, I, I take nothing from it. I, it's fine. It's a fine beer. It's just not something I, I would be looking for. That's it. Okie dokie. Sorry, America. <laughs> Whatever. It's still two to one. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but this is, this is something you should be trying to find. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, with that, let's move on to segment two after this quick message. Join us May 11th for the third annual North Hills Homebrew Fest at the Pittsburgh Shrine Center Picnic Pavilion. 
Home brewers from around the area will be featuring their best beers for you to taste while competing for the grand prize of having their beer brewed and served at Penn Brewery. The event will feature raffles, auctions, painting with a twist, food from Vagabond Tacos and Oakmont Barbecue, a live home brewing demo by Kegel Brewing, and a live podcast by us, Hop Nation USA. Tickets are $35 for VIP, $25 for general admission, and only $5 for designated drivers. Proceeds go to benefit the Shriners. Purchase tickets, or if you're a home brewer, get your entry form at SiriusShriners.org. Just click on the Events tab, and we'll see you on the 11th. Welcome back, Hop Nation. We are here. We're ready to drink beer, and we are ready for our B2B collaboration. That is correct. We are doing a B2B, and that is brewery to band. To band. Can I give everybody a clue to see if they can get this? Yeah, go ahead. To get what the beer is that we are going to be consuming next? Yeah, go All ahead. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Face down in the gutter, won't admit defeat. And Those you stop right there so we don't on. get sued. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big, strong woman with a <laughs> chicken's brain. <laughs> don't there you go. Change you the lyrics a little take bit. his tape measure away. There you go. Nice. nice <laughs> I'm done. sure some of our uh, wonderful listening audience who is into Irish punk rock is going to get that. Sure. So, <laughs> what we're drinking is the Barroom Hero. Yes. A collaboration beer between Magic Hat uh-huh. and the Dropkick Murphys. Yes. 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 It is a pub ale, as they are calling it. That would make sense. That does make sense. Uh, clocks in at 4.2% ABV. I think it's like 15 IBUs. It's it's a it's nothing, right? Uh, it's what, a nothing beer. It's <laughs> it, in terms of IBUs, that is correct. Uh, so this uh, also helps the uh, the Clad Owl Fund. That's uh, the uh, charitable foundation. Clad Owl. Clad Owl. <laughs> I don't think that's how that's pronounced, but <laughs> how do you pronounce it? It's probably Clad Owl or Clad-a? some, some Yeah, I don't know. You're Irish. You fucking do it right. <laughs> Clad Owl. Let's call it the Clad Owl Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do to hear the beer. In a box of ears. In a box of ears. I try, try, try. It's <laughs> for the cutoff fund. <laughs> uh, Irish cops are the best. I ain't gonna pour that beer. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm pouring the beer. You might, Robert. You might. <laughs> you know where uh, the Dropkick Murphys are from, guys? Boston. Boston. They're from the Bean Town. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot Sam's wonderful. <laughs> I, I got to get an accent in on the show. I'm yeah, not, uh, you know I'm Do not here that often anymore. So <laughs> right, right, right. I have to I have to sneak in those Boston accents. They wicked good that I do. <laughs> get them while you can. Get them while you can. I do the wicked good Boston accent. <laughs> you might, Robert. You might. Choi, choi, choi. Oh, uh, everybody's just shaking their head right now. <laughs> that is correct. both around me and everybody listening. Everybody listening at home. Why? Why does he continue to do this? So, okay. it, uh, it, you know, it looks like something that you'd pour in a pub. Yep. It also, looks, it also looks like Yingling. It does look <laughs> it like does. Yingling. Eh, maybe I, a skosh darker. It looks a little bit like Yingling. Oh, yes. I, I, I caught a quick scent, and it kind of smells like Yingling as well, which for me, that's not bad. I, I enjoy drinking Yingling. So it and is, I know Steve does. I don't know about you, Adam. It is classified as an English mild ale Okay, is what we're actually looking at here. Yeah. So okay. I assume it's going to be fairly malty. Yeah. Uh, from, Judging, the, from the nose. Yeah, the nose and involved. the 15 IBUs. Yeah, and the brown. <laughs> Being yeah. that it's just brown in color. <laughs> right, right. It smells light, malty, and cold. Do you know cold was a smell? No, but I know it, it changes is. colors on mountains. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Go blue to nothing. 
Perfectly serviceable. Yeah, it's there. It's technically beer. <laughs> it's serviceable. <laughs> I, I find it to be a bit thin. Yeah. But, I mean, English, you know, ales can do that. Well, yeah, it's just it's just a thin, malty ale. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not impressed. <laughs> okay. That's fine. So, I'm wondering, Go ahead. based on our conversation during the break, what was my basis for the 4.0 rating that I gave this beer on Untapped the first time that I had it? So, let me uh, regale you. You were drunk. <laughs> That's a good that, that might have been it. Because, look, this isn't bad, but it tastes very similar to a Yingling mm-hmm. to me. It's, it's light. The taste dissipates very quickly. Now, I could drink a whole beer such as this one very easily and probably have a second or a third but at the same time there's not there's no wow factor here it's just so multi amber beer let me let me uh be your guide okay to the uh, trip back in time ooh, uh we're like going trips down memory lane all the way back to may 22nd 2018 uh-huh so almost uh, a year ago. almost a year ago uh when you gave this beer four out of five stars and i quote I love that bands are now doing collab beers with craft breweries. Many are gimmicky and taste like crap, but this one is actually quite good. That was what you said. We should use that that review for one of the games. (laughs) See if we can figure out if that's a craft or crap. So, (laughs) yeah, right. So, so I think if I can decipher this for Sam in his state of state of mind, Mm -hmm. uh, we were that was at the Punkin Drublick. Uh, tour the, mm-hmm. the beer fest yes. the, the yes, short, it was the short-lived beer fest <laughs> right already gone <laughs> because uh shortly after no effects said some dumb shit and then, then it's over uh yeah uh that festival was so full of fucking ipas that ah. i'm guessing that sam had this after a number of ipas <laughs> and it cleansed his palate and it gave him something completely different to taste they and say, that made him happy <laughs> saying that magic hat zigged when everybody else right yeah. magic hat showed up with zigzags when <laughs> <laughs> that's a good assessment because i do remember it also being very hot at that show yeah. especially mm. when you're drinking at one o'clock in the afternoon on yeah. a sunday yeah. yeah in the baking hot sun and this probably tasted very refreshing mm-hmm. and, and i can see that i mean yeah it's, it's it's refreshing now it's just yeah it's, i don't know compared to some of the other beers i've rated four stars on untapped it doesn't really <laughs> right. compare to those <laughs> no and i and i just also think because we also talked about off mic, we were talking about that the pumpkin drublick beer that was brewed by Stone was actually shit. So, <laughs> yeah, bad. That is worse than this one for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I'll go. I'll go with that. It, it was a really bad IPA. I don't know what the hell went. Why? Uh-huh. I don't know why it was, but it isn't anymore. So I don't worry about it. I don't think it's an IPA. I think it's a, just a lager. All right, maybe that's step one of trying to figure out what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't yeah. know what the hell we were drinking. But uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it wasn't good. So not good, not good. But this one, it's it's fine. See, this one is actually growing on me a little bit. It's fine. I, I'll say it's a little sweeter than Yingling. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I think part of it was shifting away from the previous beer. Now that I've been able to readjust a little bit, uh, this one, this one is is growing on me a bit. Mm-hmm. I I am the only one that has not had this beer prior. Okay, I was coming in coming in cold, so to speak. Right. I I had no expectations one way or another. Yeah. It's certainly not going to take first place in the grand scheme of things. 
Well, it might. Yeah, you don't, don't know. Don't say that yet. No, no, not not for the episode. I'm talking. Oh, about okay. In, in all of life. In all of life. In yes. all of your drinking life. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of cream ales that stand in this way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's why I said it's perfectly serviceable. Right. And honestly, for a pub ale, a lot of times that's probably all you're looking for. Yeah. For what it is, it does it right. Right. It's just for me. I I, I don't care. <laughs> It All doesn't right. write, but I don't care. Well, let's drink a little bit more of it. Let's get on with the show. Yes. Okay. Circle back to it at the end of the segment and see if our uh, tastes have changed. Mm-hmm. So on to segment two. Craft beer is over and dead. <laughs> All right. Good well, night we'll be right luck. back. <laughs> good night and good three. luck. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Craft beer has died. That's, we'll be that back. sucks. We'll, we'll be back next week with that. our... Yeah. <laughs> what type of news source are you pulling your information from? <laughs> it's going the way of punk. Punk is dead now. <laughs> Craft beer is dying and dead. Uh, well, it's not dead, but... Just uh, over the past month or so, there's been a lot of stories coming out about breweries closing and things going not well. Right. It is no longer the explosion that it yeah. once was. We're, well, well yeah. it's not. It's not. That's mm. debatable. you got to put that into perspective. There's still there's still growth. It's just... It's, it's growing, changing. Growth. It's growing differently in the Correct. fact that you're we're seeing more and more breweries pop up. But the breweries that are already established, that are trying to grow seem to be failing at growing correct we we've gone through this before with green flash they couldn't sustain how big they were Mm -hmm. Uh, they incurred 20 million dollars of debt with the brewery and that they opened on On the the east coast Coast. yeah on the east coast they couldn't pay for it and then they went under right we saw the same thing with rivertown they incurred a shitload of debt (laughs) couldn't pay it off and they couldn't grow and they couldn't pay it off so they had to be bought by Helltown, and they lost a couple restaurants, so things went bad for them. Yeah. Just this week, uh, Wirebacher, they filed Chapter 11. Yes, and we're going to get into that a little bit as to how that may or may not have happened. Yeah. So, yeah, well, why don't you get into it, Adam? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to do it right, right. now. <laughs> I, I was teeing it up on a softball. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just kind of just walk into the tee. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to talk about when I just hit my dick off. <laughs> Fortunately, the catcher ain't really paying attention, (laughs) so I can get down to first base. So, yeah, uh, Weyerbacher uh, filed for Chapter 11, Um, but there is more to that story uh, because just prior to that, they were essentially bought out by an investment group. Mm -hmm. Uh, The buyout was for 55%. Of the shares, or fifty-five percent of the company, they yeah, have yeah. they have a majority stake now. Right. Uh, it was a an investment group out of Philadelphia. Uh, what I read, it was four or five individuals came together, uh, formed this investment group, and are going to take the majority stake of Weyerbacher, which of course is from Eastern PA. I believe Eastern, East, well, not actual Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say that. Yeah. Eastern PA in the town of Eastern. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. The home of Crayola. Uh, could be. I, th- I think Crayola Crayons. Yes, I think you're right yeah, on I think that one. you are right. Yeah, on you're right on that one. Yeah, that's, yeah, yep, yep, that's yep. a collab I'd like to see. <laughs> Crayon beer. I don't think anybody's done that yet. It's a waxy farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was uh, about five or six years ago, Weyerbacher saw that they needed to 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 grow their company. Uh, they were seeing some growth, but they wanted to go bigger. So what they did was they invested a whole bunch of money in new equipment, brought in equipment from Oregon. And they were trying to grow on one of their beers, and that was their pumpkin beers, Mm. Uh, which five or six years ago, that made more sense than what it does now. Not necessarily good sense, but more sense. 
because right <laughs> yeah okay yeah you know what i mean yeah no it, it, it made sense back then right uh because pumpkin beers were not what they are now they are not they're they were not nearly as prevalent as no. what they are now i'd say I, 2017 you better not be banking on pumpkin beers <laughs> agreed i i can i can tell you that four five six years ago when southern tier had their their pumpkin Whenever that came out every year, it was a rush to get the bombers. Mm. I, I could tell you of multiple times of friends texting me saying, hey, I found it here. Hey, I found it there. Going there, and it's gone. Yeah. Because pumpkin beers were, were different. Yeah, they were different, and, they, and there weren't that many on the market. Correct. It and was pumpkin was the best, and then you had a couple other ones that were just fucking god-awful. Right. I'm sorry. But Weyerbacher was there. Weyerbacher was there. They were yeah. there with right. their Imperial right. pumpkin. Right, exactly, yeah. and that's what they wanted to bank on. Well, that's just bad business right there. That's, <laughs> that's ignoring the trends of craft beer. Well, yes. that's why we're talking about them going Chapter 11 now. So. <laughs> right, right. And, and that, that is essentially what, what has happened was after the investment group came in because uh, Weyerbacher couldn't pay the note on this expansion. They had some outstanding bills to the point where they couldn't even buy ingredients. Their, their debtors said, you know what, no more. Pay off what you have. We're not giving you any more until we're paid off. Yeah. Which, and and it also got to the point I was reading that they have the capacity to brew about thirty three thousand barrels a year, mm -hmm. and last year they only did eleven thousand. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. they because they couldn't even buy the raw material. How could you bank on a seasonal beer though? I, uh, I some I mean again if you think about so, uh, Southern Tier and their popularity, I'm sure they made a good chunk of change that financed their other beers. Right. But. Southern Tier also has flagships that everybody, like the two times right. IPA, I guarantee is mm -hmm. way bigger seller. That's got to be their most popular beer. Yeah. Right. Well, that was another thing is that uh, the way that craft beer has been evolving, uh, the styles that are, uh, that have gained popularity or have kept popularity are mostly on the, the hoppy side of things. And when you think hoppy beers, you don't think Weyerbacher. They, yeah. they definitely are, are on the, the high ABV stuff. Yeah, they're high ABV. They're like Belgian styles. They're, Bel they're big stouts. They're things like that. Barley, Barley wines. wines, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like their Blithering Idiot. Oh I think yeah, oh, yeah. very they're, good. Yeah, we're not saying they make bad beer. That's not what no, we're saying. Not at all. Oh, I know, I know. That's not what I was insinuating. They're, they know how to make beer. They don't know how to market beer. Right, <laughs> right. Either that, or they're marketing the wrong beer, and they're making yeah. the wrong beer, and that's not a knock on the beer mm -hmm. itself. It's just that's not where trends are going. That's not exactly. what people want. I don't know if I've ever seen Weyerbacher in a can. The trend no. is cans mm -hmm. now, not I glass bottles. So, you know, it just seems like they they were a little bit stubborn, and they wanted to, you know, stick. They were stuck in their mm -hmm. ways, and you know, what? I, I don't know. They wanted to keep doing their own thing, and that's you, you have to respect that. But at the yeah. same time, I mean. It, could put you in a little bit of a pickle, especially if you're doing that as part of an expansion. Right. Picklesburg, July 2016. No. <laughs> yes. uh, no, the one thing I, uh, you know what, Sam? I think they do can some beers. Oh, do they? Yeah, I just don't think we see them in our market. Ah. I, I almost guarantee, though, I'm pretty sure that they did a collaboration with the band Black Dahlia Murder, and that beer was canned. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So the good news is the the eventual plan after this Chapter 11 and the reorganization and all that is... Essentially, the investment group is going to get them back up and running. They're going to, you know, streamline them a little bit, get them some business acumen, mm -hmm. it seems like, and they're going to cash back out. Okay, so they're, okay. Essentially, the investment group is going to right the ship, uh -huh. take their money, and run. And okay. then the, the brewery will go back to being employee-owned, is what I read, was there the, okay. the brewery's 
plan. Oh, okay, that's the plan. Yeah, right. Okay. I also read that the 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 founder is going to stay on as a consultant. Yes. So yeah. I mean, they they're still keeping the quote unquote brains. You know, which is like the brewer side of things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. So it's it's very interesting what's happening there, uh, and I, and I think another aspect that we haven't really talked about it on this show, we've talked about it in the past, is the rise of the hyper local mm-hmm. breweries mm-hmm. Uh, affecting the the regional breweries. Which Weyerbacher is a regional brewery, no doubt about that. Oh yeah, because they also go in Ohio. Right. So similar stories to what we're talking about. Uh, Constellation Brands, mm-hmm. they have decided to close two tap rooms and not open a third for their ballast point oh really yeah mm. and uh it, for those of us that recall ballast point was bought by constellation brands which is primarily wines and spirits mm-hmm. uh, but they've bought up some beer here and there including ballast point and uh funky buddha out of florida uh they bought it for a billion dollars. <laughs> they bought Ballast Point for a billion dollars. Yeah. One billion dollars. One billion Boy. dollars. Uh, and ever since they bought it, the uh, they've been losing money. <laughs> like, like uh, Ballast Point has not been returning on investment at Oops. all. And that's why they've gotten to the point that they had to close things up. The the one thing I, I want to tie back to the story about Weyerbacher, though, is we're talking about how uh, the founder of Weyerbacher is staying on as a consultant. He's mm-hmm. been consulting with Weyerbacher for a while. In 2016, in July, pretty much the CEO, uh, the COO of Ballast Point, who was the head brewer and the R&D brewer, all walked out on Ballast Point. Oh, okay. So they they don't have you know the same kind of brains mm-hmm. behind the operation mm-hmm. anymore. You don't have the same pedigree that you once did, mm-hmm. and they just cannot they just cannot recover. I'm curious if they started a a new place. Uh, how do you mean? Oh, if those uh, if guys started yeah. a new brewery, <laughs> possible. I, I mean, I didn't, at yeah. that point, they're millionaires. They right. could do what they want. Do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that because I, I really enjoy the Sculpin series from Ballast Point. But now that I'm thinking about it, I cannot recall the last time that I saw a new beer come to this market from that brewery. I think the Sour Wench is the last one I yeah, can think of. That's the only one I can think of as well. And that was a while ago. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, that's uh, the only other one I can think of. Wasn't there a coconut one? Mm, maybe, but that's... That was a, I think it was a version of the Victory at Sea. Yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of versions yeah. of the Victory at Sea. Uh, the only other one I can think of is a version of the Sculpin that came out this year in Spruce Tip. Yeah, is that was that new? Uh, or is that something that's just new to our it area? It was new to our area. Okay. It had been around for over a year. Okay. I just, just yeah. didn't have it out here. That's the only one I could, other one that I could think of. Yeah. But yeah, still, those are you know more or less older recipes and it doesn't maybe seem like anything's come out since 2016 because <laughs> everything else is just a version of the victory at sea so and, I, and those breweries too i mean um you know they're they're also losing shelf space around here as oh, well yeah, in terms absolutely. of you know think about a giant eagle you go into a market district or even you know your local beer shop i mean giant eagle has a huge local selection now and you know new and uh you know smaller microbreweries from ohio and maryland and new york are coming in and they're filling up their shelf space space and these big regional and national guys are, are losing space quickly to some of those other brews or some of those other breweries because that's that's what the people want that's where the trends are going yeah so yeah, the the fact that Constellation has decided that like they're not going to expand tap rooms also leads me to believe that it, it wouldn't be unreasonable to stop seeing Ballast Point in our area soon. Kind of go the way of Green Flash, where the, well, they'll restrict distribution. Well, I mean, 
better than Green Flash because they're going to do it before they go bankrupt. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> but also, Constellation Brands is huge, so mm-hmm. they probably won't go bankrupt. But I, I wanted to tie this into one more story, and that is uh, the Modern Times Brewery. Think Sam, have you had anything by them? Nope. Okay. I've seen them around a million times, but I've never had one of their beers. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they recently, they're out of San Diego, but they're, I don't even know if they're still in our market, but I know they were in our market for a bit. Uh, they may have not did well. I feel like I haven't seen them. <laughs> their marketing was horrendous. And one of the reasons I avoided them is because I thought they were like, like a like malt a white beverage claw. or like a white claw. Like I thought they were a white oh, hard seltzer. Okay. I cans. didn't even know that they were in cans, but the cans looked just like the truly or the white mm-hmm. claw, things gotcha. like that. I didn't even know it was beer for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just like white cans. And then there's like a little line strip with a color on it. And then you kind of just have to actually look at the can to figure out, you know, but it doesn't look like beer. Yeah, the name sucks. The can art sucks. The marketing is bad. I I can't speak to the beer. I've not had it, so I have no idea if it's good or not. I'm just saying it's... It didn't even entice you to buy it. There's nothing that draws your attention there. Shit, you don't even know it's beer. Yeah. So uh, what they did, though, is they recently held a round of public funding. Like a Kickstarter. Yeah. It's it's called... uh, The website's called WeFunder. Oh, okay. And it's a it's a bit more complicated than a Kickstarter or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like they have to provide a lot of numbers gotcha. to actually pr- get funding. This it's is, not just pipe dream stuff, right? This is real, yeah. Because what they're doing, and and we've seen this with Brewdog, but when Brewdog does equity for punks, they're they have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. They say we want to open a hotel. This is how much it's going to cost. Modern Times is basically saying, we have debt. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> they, they said it in a lot of words. <laughs> right. Uh, but they, they restructured all of their debt uh, at the beginning of April before they launched this uh, WeFunder. And they have like $4.2 million in short-term debt and ooh, ooh. yeah, $18 million in long-term debt. And they're, they're, they're posting numbers of growth in which they... they went to $30 million in revenue in 2018, which is up 59% from the previous year. But at the same time, they haven't made profit in the past two years because they're spending capital on expansion. That's stupid. Yeah. That's... And and the one thing, and we can't warn anybody about this at this point, and I'm not an expert on stocks. Right. I'll say that. (laughs) Right. I'm not an expert on stocks or things like this. and we can't warn anybody because they completed the funding they're seeking. They're seeking like a million dollars in ownership. So like now, you know, the public has a million dollar ownership. They valued their company $264 million. When it reaches that valuation, then you can start getting returns, I believe. Here's how they reached the valuation and how it's very similar to the Ballast Point story. Okay. They're, they're valuing themselves on a per barrel basis. Mm-hmm. So they produced about 50,000 barrels last year. Okay. Uh, and they're valuing the barrels at $3,448 per barrel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, there's a little more math to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, every barrel in the U.S. holds 3,968 ounces. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially valuing every ounce of beer they sell at 87 cents an ounce wow and that's that's not even getting to the tap room 
Right. Well, I, I think that's including tap room. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. To, yeah. <laughs> so we're saying that a can of their beer is worth 13 bucks. Well, so. <laughs> They're valuing each can at like $13. It's something like that because if, maybe you, 14? If, you, if you do a six pack of Samoa this, which is about 18 bucks, and you know, you do the math on that, uh, Samoa this is about 37 cents an ounce. So they're saying they're, the beer that they produce is 50 cents more <laughs> than right. Samoa this, which is high level, you know, southern so tier you beer. you said it was 86 cents an ounce? Yeah, 87 cents an ounce. 87. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, I apologize right. to Mr. Crosby for that. Right. So for a 12 ounce unit of oh, beer. Oh, man, I went the wrong way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went up instead of down. I'm so it, if you want a, a 12 ounce <laughs> bottle. Yeah. Of modern times, uh, according to them, it's going to cost you ten dollars and forty-four cents. Yeah, per bottle. Whew. Suck my balls. Yeah, and that, but here's the thing: they've overvalued themselves in this way, is what they're mm-hmm. predicting. So they're, I guess, they're trying to hit this number in two and a half years, because that, because that's when one of their first short-term debts is due. I think they're trying to hit that in two and a half years. So they're expecting, <sighs> and this is exactly what happened to Constellation Brands mm-hmm. because. Ballast Point valued themselves in the same way. I'm very curious where they came up with these numbers. There has to be a reason on uh, how they came up with these numbers. I don't know. And here's the thing about the WeFunder is it all of this uh, numbers reporting and everything was mm. done by Modern Times themselves. Yeah. 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 It wasn't done by a third-party audit. <laughs> and again, this is the same way we're seeing Ballast Point in trouble. Mm-hmm. And Constellation Brands had to take on $200 million in impairment yeah. charges, <laughs> meaning that they said, oh, well, hey, they we gave them a goodwill offer, and we overval- we accepted their o- overvaluation. Right. But now that's fucking us, so we can't take that money. <laughs> we can't have this money over our heads anymore. Right. <laughs> I think that's happening to the same thing with modern times, and I feel like everybody who's pledged money to them might have just got butt-fucked. Yeah. I- they might. I'm not an expert, but they might have just got butt fight. I, I hope they didn't. I, I hope nobody lost personal money on on a on a, a company worth, according to them, a quarter of a billion dollars. Right. That's what they valued themselves at, at a quarter billion. <laughs> and, and they're asking for public funds for that? Yeah. That dog won't hunt. They're I'm also, sorry. They're also talking about another round of funding. That could be even bigger. Who, who's who's do, who's donating or who's helping them out? I mean, people who, people. who decides? Yes, I'd like to give them fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. Is it people that don't understand the valuation and where it came from, and they're just like, "Hey, this it's company's worth be that. Yeah. This mm-hmm. company's worth you know a quarter of a quarter of a billion dollars. This sounds great. They're yeah. gonna make a lot of money. They're doing really well. Well, did, so did they not? Understand so to get to the math that? that I got to, like I had, I found the valuation on a different website. Okay. So I found the valuation on a different website, and I still did the math myself. Mm-hmm. So there's guaranteed people aren't doing that. <laughs> I think the people that are getting sucked in by this are San Diego locals who mm-hmm. are loyal to the beer, and probably people who you know saw like Brew Dog. Right. But, but the thing is, Modern Times isn't promising anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing they're promising, maybe, maybe <laughs> there's like a strong maybe on this of whether or not you get your money back. But they're going to try to pay back on that. Kevin O'Leary would have a field day with with this brewery. <laughs> if I'm Jim Cramer, I'm saying this is a no buy. <laughs> From Shark Tank, Adam, did you ever watch Shark Shark Tank? 
No, Kevin, we don't watch Kevin O'Leary is always talking about the valuations of different companies, and he's wondering how people got there because some are so outrageous, just like the modern times brewery. Is he is he Mark Cuban? And he, what do you mean? Is he Mark? No, Cuban? then I don't know who he is. <laughs> he is not Adam, Cuban. Adam doesn't Mark know Cuban is also on the show. Yeah, Adam the doesn't know guys, anybody the on the show. No, we don't watch the show. No, Adam so only knows. <laughs> Adam only knows Mark Cuban. If he's not Mark Cuban, Adam don't know him. Right. I guess not. Thank you, Steve. Yes. <laughs> you don't know Barbara Corcoran? No. Not on the biblical level. No. <laughs> I only know there's Mark Cuban. There's Lady. There's guy that had Fubu, and then there's bald guy. Right. Yeah, there's another guy, Robert Djokovic, or whatever. Good for him, Canadian. too. I don't know that. He's Canadian. So is Kevin O'Leary. There's two Canadians on the show. That's fine. They were on Dragon's Den, I bet. <laughs> that was the original name of the show. <laughs> Dragon's Den. That's what it's called. You go into the Dragon's Den, and you gotta sell your company. Oh. And sell your dumb shit. But now it's Shark Tank, because you go into the Shark Tank, because we don't believe in mythical creatures in America. <laughs> Well, Shark Week is very popular. It is, too. So what are you guys valuing this uh, barroom hero beer at from Magic Hats? I think I paid three bucks for it. Three bucks? Yeah. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's a $3 beer. I'd give it a two fifteen. It's a $3 beer. I'd give it a two fifteen. yeah. In a can, maybe on draft, I'd give it a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a $3 beer in my book. It's a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a no for me, too. I mean, look, I can drink this beer, and I can drink multiple of these beers. It tastes very similar to Yingling, but at the end of the day, I'd actually just rather have a Yingling. I think it does have some more flavor, and I like the Vienna lager style a little bit better than this pub ale. So, I don't know. Just give me a case of Yingling if you want to be drinking right, this, a beer that tastes like this. Considering- I do love the Dropkick Murphys, though, and I love that song <laughs> Barroom Hero, so I don't know. I mean, considering where, where we live... Mm-hmm. You can get Yingling cheaper. Yeah, if you're in Seattle, and then they have Yingling out there now, and if you get the choice between this and Magic Hat, it might be the same. You know, wait, so, this is Magic Hat. I mean, if you get the choice, <laughs> if you get the choice between Yingling and the Magic Hat Barroom Hero, it might cost the same. Right. At that point, just flip a coin. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. <laughs> Do a blind taste test. Buy them both. Yeah. See if you can tell the difference. Both. Which is which is funny because this is a pub ale and the other is a lager so i don't know <laughs> what ifs what do you think about this beer adam it's a three dollar beer <laughs> and then it's a three dollar beer it's perfectly fine if somebody had them three dollar beer y'all <laughs> it's good yelling biscuit album. <laughs> yeah it, biscuit needs to do a, be- uh, a collaboration no, with the brewery. They don't. hell yeah limp biscuit malt three dollar beer y'all <laughs> No, they don't. Biscuit malt liquor. Biscuit malt. Come on. Come on. It writes itself. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> nah. Nah. It nah. No. <laughs> no. Although I will give you credit if you're willing to let the tab be red. Okay. So it's the yeah, Fred Durst. Right, red it's hat. like a Fred Durst cap, yeah. yeah. Is it gonna have the New York Yankees logo on it too? <laughs> no, that costs too much. <laughs> Get sued. So that's the only way I'll allow it. Okay. So yeah, it's a fine beer. It's all right. I got no beef with it. Okay. Let's take a break. Okay. Bye. Do you enjoy entertainment? Have you wasted money or time not knowing what to expect? Well, look no further. The Chewed Gum Podcast is your answer. It's a blasty blast. We are the Gruesome Twosome and Seamus and Luke. We find the latest entertainment and give you our views and hopefully save you time and money. 
So come listen to the gruesome twosome to chew up recent entertainment. Uh, who's listening to you, dummies? Grum. Welcome back, Hop Nation. We've got one more collaboration for you. And to everyone's enjoyment, I will not be singing at all for this collaboration. I'm not going to potentially get us sued. I'm just going to turn it over to Steve and let him introduce the last B2B collaboration that we're going to be doing. I don't even know if there is a song for this. I, they would have had to have produced a commercial for you to sing a song. I would think so, and I don't know of any. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be a song related to this beer, to this okay. bakery. It can just be a song in general that I could sing if you really want me to. No, that's fine. You're good. I could <laughs> sing the Mario Brothers theme song. Nope, that's all right. Mm-mm. We ain't <laughs> got that kind of money. Mm-mm. We're not even doing video games this week. <laughs> One week we'll do video games. If we do Shoe Brew episode, I'll let you sing a Mario for like three seconds. <laughs> we got we to gotta find some denim, denim, denim down the warp pipe first. See, I'll let you sing denim, denim, denim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got that. Yeah, there you oh, go. <laughs> all right. Okay. Denim, 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 But it's got his overalls on the can. It's very nice. Yeah. Like, denim, oh, denim also, in another case of Steve was right, we talked in a previous episode about uh, Schuber doing the Pink Boots Society collaboration. Yeah. And uh, the can did wind up having uh, Samus Aran on it. Oh, all right then. Yeah. Steve was right again. Cool. <laughs> But today we have a completely different beer. We're doing a B2B, and this is a brewery to bakery. And this is Platform Beer Company pairing with Prantles Bakery. Prantles. Prantles. And this is their Almond Tort Blonde Ale. The Tort. This is a beer that is brewed with two-row Vienna malt, flaked wheat carapils. It's single hopped with crystal. The yeast is American Ale. The adjuncts are Prantles Almonds, Vanilla, and Lactose. It's 6.9 ABV, IBUs of 8. Nice. 8. Oh, eight. you're going to like this one. <laughs> all right. So for Adam's those that don't in. know, where, where's Prantles at? Prantles is in Pittsburgh, and they're a bakery, and they're very famous for their almond tort. Yes. It's a dessert on the level of infamy of like a permani sandwich or pierogies or in the area. Anything from the Oakmont Bakery. Yeah. Just anything that's up there that you would think about. <laughs> Huh. Pittsburgh. Have you guys had it? No. No. I haven't either. <laughs> but there, we're going to have it on the show. There, there, no, no, not the beer. I'm talking right. about <laughs> the almond tour. No, but if this beer is good, I might. Yeah. Now, as we know, Platform is coming to Garfield. PA. PA, which is, you know, a part of Pittsburgh. And Prantles is opening a second location in Odie. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You could also said lasagna. <laughs> 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 Man, you guys don't even laugh at my jokes. They're so good. They're so funny. I hate Mondays. <laughs> Brandel's new location coming to Arbuckle, PA. Ah, there it is. <laughs> you guys could put some of these on a T-shirt. These are these are funny lines. And then you can find those T-shirts <laughs> at tpublic.com. Exactly. <laughs> Search Hopnation USA. Yes. Tpublic slash user slash Hopnation USA. Now, can you license the Garfield characters for the shirts? Because you should. Oh, sure. If I want to pay Jim Davis a fuckload of money, which I don't. <laughs> oh, come on. He seems like a good enough guy. This show does not make Garfield money. Yeah. This show does not make Garfield licensing money. Right. This doesn't make Wizard of Id money. Right. <laughs> and you get Bill Murray to come on the show and do the Garfield voice. Tell you what, Sam, you can uh, you can spearhead that effort. I'll try. Let us know how that goes. I'll yeah. start a social media campaign. I'll do a GoFundMe to get Bill Murray on this podcast to, right on. to reminisce about his time as Garfield. 
Right on. Okay. <laughs> well, you can't get Lorenzo music, so we'll settle for Bill Murray. Anyways, uh, back to the beer. Looking at this beer, it looks kind of like a Blondale, but a little bit darker. It does, yes. It looks almost like a burnt Blondale. Oh, that makes sense. Aha, uh-huh, because it's a burnt almond tort. It does have a hint of orange to it. A skittle doodle doodle doo. I'm a scat man. Effervescent. Beep bop bop bada boop. I don't know. It looks it looks good. Yeah, it looks effervescent. And this is a obviously platform's way of ingratiating themselves to the Pittsburgh community. Ooh, that's a fifty cent word. Yes. As they move into the city. Yes. Now, do we have any idea when that location might be opening? I heard summer, but is it early summer, late summer, August, September? What are we talking here? Anybody know? I'm going to say just for the shits and giggles of it is September. (laughs) That makes sense because like any new place, especially breweries, they'll put a date out there it never gets hit. <laughs> no, completely yeah. never gets hit <laughs> always gets delayed heard southern tears open <laughs> <laughs> man that that is a delightful nose it does smell pretty that damn good so good it, it smells, smells like dessert just, just like yeah. a dessert almond tort oh yeah, my it god smells like dessert <laughs> they have got that nose perfectly it smells like cake perfect yeah how do you make a beer smell like cake and ass platform cake. <laughs> ass platform Ooh, ooh, girl yeah i like this Wow, that is an incredibly light dessert beer. Yeah. Yeah. That is so flavorful, but so light at the same time. Oh, I really Which is like fantastic, this. because normally when you see dessert beers, they're, they're heavy porters or stouts. And, right. You know, maybe after a 10-ouncer, you're about done with that beer. Probably. But <laughs> this, this, you can drink a couple of these. Really? I still feel like I can only drink one. Oh, really? It's ver- too sweet for you? I, I mean, I've only had one sip so far, yeah. but I love it enough to say that I could probably drink a couple cans of this. Okay, so, well, uh, okay, full disclosure, I've already had a can, and I couldn't drink more after the one can <laughs> I had, so. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's it's good, and it definitely captures the flavors that it's shooting for. It also tastes like, uh, and Adam will know this for sure, but it doesn't it remind you of the Red Ribbon Almond Soda? It does. Yeah. It does. And I'm a big fan of the Red Ribbon out in the Toronto Heights. Yeah, me too. <laughs> mm, local plug. Yeah. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> Never had it. I mean, try it out if you ever see it. I'm, yeah. not, a, I'm, not, a, I'm not a pop guy. Well, though. yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't really like it that much. Okay. Yeah. But, but if, I like this beer. If you're, oh if God, you're looking like for something beer. that tastes like this, but not alcoholic. <laughs> right. If you're trying Red to get Ribbon through Lent next year. <laughs> <laughs> Well, next year is next year. We'll see what 2020 brings. Yeah. But, I mean, this is this is great. I just, I really, really like this. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that it's 6.9%. It tastes like it's 0%. Yeah. You cannot mm-hmm. taste the alcohol in here it's at all. This flavor has completely masked it. Now, we're, we brought this beer on the show because there's been a lot of uproar on the social medias. There has been. <laughs> a lot of people say this beer is bad, and those people are wrong. They're just being assholes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, a lot I of people read... hate this beer. Well, as part of my uh, as part of my quest to give up beer for Lent, I deleted Facebook and Instagram and everything off my phone, so I haven't mm-hmm. been ah. as in tune as okay. I normally am. So I didn't know what people were saying about this, but yeah. they're saying it's bad? A lot of really? people, yeah, what, saw, what, saw what, a lot of hate for this. Really? What were the reviews? What, what didn't people like about it? Uh, a lot of people said it was too sweet a lot of people just said it tastes bad it wasn't like really that in depth into it and it i think they're just being contrarian wouldn't be contrarian me. yeah they're just being contrarian to go against hype because yeah, really the, there, there's nothing wrong with this beer it's no it's a dessert beer and like i said i don't think i can drink more than one can mm-hmm. but if you want to supplement dessert with just a beer this is what you do 
it's a have good, a can. Yeah, it, it's it's a good beer. It like you said, it serves the purpose yeah. that it was intended, and it hits yeah. all the notes that it wants. It does. It mm-hmm. tastes just like an almond tort. Yeah, it smells I mean, like cake. Tastes like almonds. It's great. What yeah. more do you want? <laughs> exactly. If you don't like this beer, I mean, clearly you've selected the wrong thing. Like, what the hell were you expecting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's the other thing. Is I think a lot of people they still don't understand that beers have utility nowadays, and. Dessert beers are for dessert. They're not for crushing. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't go into, you know, PNC Park at tailgate three hours beforehand and try to drink six of these. Right. You don't drink six of these. You don't drink six Samoa thisses and then go sit in the hot sun. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Even, no. I'm getting nauseous just yeah, thinking yeah. about that. Even a gross piggy like me only has one creme brulee with his d- birthday dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there are limits. Yeah. But I do piggy piggy time. <laughs> no, this is this is a legitimately a, a, a very good beer. Yeah, yeah. I, Full I stop. Really like this. Yeah, especially because they hit all the notes that they're trying to go for. So, so I'll I'll throw this out there. Uh, anybody that is listening that has had this beer and you don't like it, let us know. I, I'm very curious why you didn't like this beer. Uh, get us on on the Twitter or the email. And you can't say it's because you don't like almond torts. That doesn't count. <laughs> Obviously, if you don't like almond right. torts, you're not going to like this beer. If we I don't want to hear any of that. If I could appreciate IPAs for what they are, you could appreciate this for what it is. <laughs> I don't like I don't like menthol 100s. Why not? I don't like the taste of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't like Same the taste logic. of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh yeah uh, let us know I, I i think a lot of people were just being contrarian perhaps some people were uh engaging in in a form of homerism where they didn't want to give an ohio brewery possibly it's cleveland it? yeah they didn't want to give an ohio brewery props for doing something that's pittsburgh based even though they're coming into yeah they're area. gonna have a pittsburgh brew pub here we yeah, should welcome right. them with open arms especially because, because some... their beer doesn't suck no it right. definitely doesn't right hell it's better than some of the breweries we have here in pittsburgh i'm it, not gonna yeah. name any but right. i mean it certainly right. is yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah that's true and, and it just happens <laughs> i'm gonna give credit where, where credit is due yeah so while a whole bunch of people will scream and yell at their radios let's calm them down a bit let's talk who's listening to this on the radio some people can. You can in your cars. Yeah. Can you? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, if you got well, Spotify. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Spotify. Yeah, if you got yeah, Spotify. Yeah. A lot of a lot of cars come with Spotify nowadays. I've seen it. It's not on the FM radio or AM radio. No, but it's coming not through yet. the yeah. stereo system yeah, yeah. in their car. I don't right. know if you have one of those short range transmitters. Yeah, maybe you can Do hook that, that up to your phone. <laughs> Do that too. Yeah, yeah. So we are on the FM, folks. <laughs> All right. That, that's how I used to roll. I had an iPod hooked up to an FM short range. It works. Yeah, yeah. You can listen to us on 105.9 The X right after Mark Madden at 6 o'clock every day. Subway. Hitting and blinds. Well, Matthew's wall like our service. Fire. The coach for the Pettons. Anyways. I'm working on the Madden impression. I'll get there. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyways, uh, moving on to segment three, Sam's back. And because Sam's back and we're on the precipice of Avengers Endgame, I thought it would be fun to talk about summer movie time. Hooray. First, though, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Avengers Endgame. Anybody have plans to see that? Nope. No. Okay. I didn't think... I I figure both of you guys are so far behind on these Marvel movies. Yeah, I heard that Doctor Strange one is coming out soon. Yeah. That was actually... I it's didn't gonna see be on Doctor FX. Strange. 
on Doc- as a- yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange and on, I haven't seen any of the movies. No. I just, okay. I got behind. I loved watching them at first, but then it got to be that there was so many of them and I started to forget what happened in the earlier ones and I was getting lost and then I just ran out of time and I haven't watched any. Okay. But man, I saw the trailer for Endgame. It looks friggin' badass. I've actually, I've ignored the trailer. I've ignored pretty much every bit of marketing I can. Uh, so I'll get to go in. You're going to go in cold? Yeah. I'm going to go in cold, and I think I might just go catch a 9 a.m. Friday That's yeah. showing. Well, that would be nice because there's not going to be many people there. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> All the kids are in school. Free Lancer life. You get to knock off work. <laughs> you can just knock off work at the beginning of the day right. and then do the work at the end. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So uh, that's my plan. I, I'm probably going to catch a 9 or 10 a.m. showing. It's three hours long, so I'll get Oof. out just in time for lunch. and <laughs> Go grab yourself a pizza or a taco. And... Yeah, then go home and work. For the there rest you of go. The day. I would really right. mind if you're going to see it in it's Robinson, my... go over to the Market District Bar, sit down, yeah. grab a beer. They'll right. be serving at noon. Yeah, that's my time. That's... Well, yeah, that's kind of my uh, thought there. Works for me. Beer so, is yeah. great. Always have a great local selection. They do. They do. And it's mm-hmm. very cheap. They also, occasionally, like they also occasionally have some weird stuff on. Because the last time I was there, I had a, a, a main brewing company beer. Mm. That was pretty good. Just like their standard porter. But uh, right. So Avengers Endgame. Let's yeah. get back to the movies. If, if you're looking for a beer, though, I wanted to, this is what I really wanted to get into. Mm. I wanted to get into thinking about the beers that you would drink at these summer movies. Ah, okay. And so if you're thinking of a beer that you should pair with Avengers Endgame, there's a brewery in Humble, Texas okay. called the Ingenious Brewing Company. And they're a nerd as nerd shit can be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, brewing. <laughs> like everything they do either is a milkshake IPA or or a crazy stout, or it is t- themed to some sort of uh, pop culture, Marvel or Game of Thrones <laughs> reference. Okay. <laughs> uh, what they've brewed, though, is they have a beer called the Infinity Hopped. Ah, okay. And it is a triple IPA brewed with six different kinds of hops. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bet I would like that. I, I bet you would. It's 77 IBUs. And it is. Uh, they have a couple versions of it. The 2019 version is Citra, Galaxy, Mosaic, Ella, Vic Secret, and Azaka. And there's six pounds of hops that go into it. Thank God they use Galaxy hops. Because <laughs> if they didn't. Right. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, they also have a, so good. yeah they have a bunch of other beers that are themed towards uh, the Avengers movies. Uh, one that we we're talking you mentioned Doctor Strange. They have a beer called the Eye of Agamotto. Okay, which was that encompasses the time gem. Okay. Yeah, I'm spoiling things for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, trust me, I've had plenty yeah. of time to see it. It's on me at yeah. this point. Uh, the time gem is green, as some people know, not you, but <laughs> okay. Uh, but the beer itself is green. Because it's a Berliner Weiss on kiwi, key Ooh. limes, vanilla, and jalapeno. That sounds really good. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> they, and they just have a bunch of beers like this. So, nice. like, when they're brewing them, they're doing them, like, in theme with what they should be. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the other gem, the blue one, they have a blue beer. I, I love the creativity there. They're, yeah. they're trying to get, they're trying to brew the beers in a style that's true to the movies. Right. They're, they're trying to cool. connect it. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to connect it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we were talking last week about Omegong and the way they brew Game of Thrones mm-hmm. beers. It seems like they, they don't have an actual contract with Marvel the way Omegong does with HBO. <laughs> but this ingenious brewing is doing their best with putting out beers that, uh, you know, connect. They're, they're just super fans, and they're riding that line a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the rule of thumb? You have to have seven even subtle differences between your marketing and the actual 
um, I don't know, licensed characters or oh, whatever. Something like, I don't know. <laughs> it's around seven. Yeah. Shane, he told me about it. And, so and that way you can still, like, technically rip off some of the characters and the names of things in your beer. That's how she you, does it. I was going to say, you. you're, you're the one with the business degree. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, I'm not in digital marketing. That's what, that's what the wife is doing. Yeah, the wife does digital marketing. Right. She tells me these things. Well, you're the one that's married to somebody that knows what's going on. Right, so that's Well, that's good to know seven. for us. Seven differences, so now I know how to steal things for T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You might want to verify that number first. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's seven, but just, could be three. Just, just do a little bit of research. <laughs> right. It could be three, <laughs> and maybe it's different when you're looking at apparel versus beer. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, so if you happen to be in humble Texas, pick up you know some uh, Infinity Hop for the movie. You can also get some Time Space Soul. They they brewed a whole bunch of other beers. Mm-hmm. It, it's all there. It's and, all there. Get it all. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? Uh, pick up two sets. Yeah, and send then, us some. Yeah, send us the second set. <laughs> yeah, send us the whole set. Collect we'll, them all. Yeah, we'll give you a shout Pokemon. out on, on the uh, <laughs> on the Instagrams. And speaking of Pokemans, Pokemans, the Pokemon Detective is coming out. Yeah, you, you excited for Detective Peach, Pikachu, Sam? I, I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I, I have no agree. idea because I'm like, oh, on one hand, I'm like, this looks great. I think Ryan Reynolds is going to be so funny as the voice of Pikachu. The trailer looks good, and it has all the Pokemons in it. But then at the same time, I'm like, I watch it, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, <laughs> right. Then you watch it, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm like, 34. Where, yeah, like, where are they, first off? I don't even know where they are. Where does this take place? New York probably City like, or something? It's probably like a Pokemon City. Yeah, it's a Pokemon yeah. City. Maybe it's in Japan. Maybe it's in America. I, I really don't know. Neo Tokyo 2020. Yeah, then you see like Charmander coming Tokyo. in yeah. and some of those other, those other freaking Pokemons. I, I don't know. They're just like all over the place, and... I, it just looks like absolute friggin' chaos. Exactly. But at the same time, I kind of want to watch it. I, I feel that it's it's just over the edge of me wanting to watch it. That I would go watch it if somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to watch this Pokemon's movie. You want to go?" If Bubba, you're listening right now, Adam just put the call out. You can take him to the Cranberry <laughs> Theater to go watch Detective Pikachu with you. Yeah, I'll go with Bubba. Yeah. I feel like right, for our fine. generation, we were a, we were a little bit too not too old, but like we were a little bit older when the Pokemon trend came Agreed. out. Agreed. And so we didn't get as involved in it as others did. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we were on younger. the we were on the cusp. We were on I think the cusp. We're, I think we're kind of like split 50-50 if you look at our entire generation. Like I think a lot of people our age are really into it, which is why it's coming out now. Because people yeah. our age have kids and <laughs> and money and money. That's true. <laughs> the same reason why we're also getting a, an Aladdin live action remake, a Lion King live. action. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in that crap. I I don't support it. Yeah, I, I oh, don't support really? it either. I don't care for it at all. Why do I need a new thing of the same thing? I, 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 I support it a hundred percent. I want to see both of those movies. Yeah, it looks great. I was a little I was a little bit um unsure when I saw the first Aladdin trailer, but then I saw the new one and it does look pretty cool. And the Lion King, I'm all about that. I love that story. So for me it was because I have watched the live action jungle book movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that I, one. I was not impressed. Have you seen any of the live action Disney movies? I saw Alice in Wonderland. That doesn't count. That's that doesn't, Tim yeah. Burton nonsense. And Alice in Wonderland is that's not really Disney, is it? Not technically. I mean, Disney did do a version, right, 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 I, right. But I don't think that one was produced by Disney. Right. I think that it was. Okay. Oh, it was maybe. Uh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure that it was. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I can't remember because I didn't see it either. But it I don't know if crazy. The, I don't know if the sequel was because there were two live action Alice in Wonderland films. I think the first one was Tim Burton, and that was produced by Disney. But then they made mm-hmm. a sequel that he didn't do. Right. Okay. I don't know. All right. 
I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, I watched the the live action Jungle Book and I was not impressed. Okay, I it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, okay. and I have a feeling that the same thing is going to happen with The Lion King and Aladdin. Was that was that movie lacking the bare necessities? Ah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Although it did have Bill Murray. Yeah, oh, okay. that's right, it did. So he also was, had Scarlett Johansson. He was blue. Yeah. Ah, uh, God. Uh, what other live-action Disney movies did they do? I'm trying to think if I saw Beauty any and the Beast with Emma Watson. I didn't see Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see Dumbo. I didn't see The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. So maybe I haven't seen any of them. But I do want to see The Lion King because I really I, th- I think that looks pretty good. I just don't like that people are calling it a live-action version. Right. Of the Lion King. It's all, right. <laughs> right. But like, <laughs> there's no people. There is not one human in the entire film. Yeah, I I think of the th- of those I might be most likely to see the Lion King, but it's such a good story. I'm boycotting. John Favreau is doing it. Yeah. Favreau, however you Favreau, his last name. Favreau, <laughs> Rob Reiner, <laughs> Rob Reiner. <laughs> I I'm boycotting the Aladdin movie though. What's that? Uh, because Gilbert Godfrey is not the voice of Iago. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a hard <laughs> stop for me too. <laughs> How could they not bring him back to be the parent? <laughs> that is true. He was a great parent, and I don't like Will Smith as the genie, but I do like Naomi Scott as Jasmine. Hmm. Mm. I, I'll see. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, you, let you let see me watch it. that right. one. You see it. I'll take that one it. back. I'll, okay. I'll, this is homework. I think it comes out in May. Okay. I'll come back on the show at some point and give you a review okay. of Aladdin. Okay. How about that? All right. All right. I'll come back with a review, uh, review of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay. That's my shit. That's in my wheelhouse. All right. I didn't grow up on much Disney. I grew up on TNT, which had Godzilla movies all the damn time. <laughs> There's a new one coming out. That's what I'm talking That's about. Right, yeah. It's got Rodan in it. It's got Mothra. It's got King Ghidorah in it. It might have some other kaiju in it. It's going to be a wild time. What about Mechagodzilla? No. Oh, How about Brian Cranston? Is he in it? No. no he died in the last one. Spoilers. <laughs> no Brian Cranston. The last one. Did he die? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. The, die. The, he the died ra- in the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, the radioactive oh, right. steam guy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, no Brian Cranston. Uh, no guy whose name I can't remember who played uh, Kick Ass. No Elizabeth Olsen. None of that. It's, uh, it's the, the fucking girl from Stranger Things mm-hmm. and Ken Wontanabe. Oh, all right. Yeah. He was in the first Which one. Which chick so. from Stranger Things? Winona Ryder? The girl. No, not Winona Ryder. The girl girl. The the girl. Oh, Eleven. Yeah, Eleven. Whatever her name is. Trish? Joe Bobby know. Brown or something. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Something like that, yeah. All right. That's what it is. <laughs> I know it's Bobby Brown in there <laughs> because I know Bobby Brown. <laughs> Aaron Johnson. That's okay. the guy who played Kick-Ass. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Good deal. He also played a, a version of Quicksilver. And died. Ah, and died. Spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> that was Avengers 2. You missed that one. <laughs> I saw that one. There you go. So you're up to there. All right. So we're seeing The Lion King. We're seeing Aladdin. We're seeing Godzilla. Yeah. We're seeing Avengers. Yes. Yo, what, else, Godzilla, what else are we seeing? Godzilla, I'm going to take... Hold on. Just when I go go see Godzilla, mm-hmm. I think it's appropriate if I take some Yeti into that. Aha. It's all nice. monsters all the time. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nice. You can take a couple forms of the Yeti in there. That's right. <laughs> it's all monsters. <laughs> King of the monsters. So... Uh, I will be uh, enjoying myself in the theater watching Shaft. Okay. Shaft. <laughs> there's a new Shaft movie there's a new coming out. Shaft. Coming out. No, it actually looks know that. not bad at all. It doesn't look bad. Uh, and it actually, because there's a continuation of the Shaft 2000, from 2000 yeah. with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So so oh. Sam Jackson is, hmm. is there as Shaft. It. Right. But now there's a mini Shaft. Oh, a mini Shaft. Yeah. There, there's a Shaft Jr. Yeah. It's it's Samuel L. Jackson's son is now New Shaft. 
Right. Well, he's in shaft and training, I guess. A shaft yeah. and training. Because he's going from like a nerd. From what I got from him, he's like a soft boy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's they, a soft millennial, and shaft is trying to train him to be not a Toughen soft, him up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Tough Interesting. Up. Hopefully this is a hard R. I think it is. I think it is rated R. Because <laughs> if that's a PG-13, yeah. I feel it's like it's going to be underwhelming and not even worth watching. So the other thing that, that it has going for it is Richard Roundtree is in it as well. Original mm. Shaft. Yes. Yeah. Oh. The original all Shaft. All the Shafts. It's got all exactly. the Shafts. There are Shafts <laughs> everywhere in this film. We are at maximum Shaft, people. <laughs> so How could you not want to watch that? <laughs> there's two big Shafts and then there's little Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We, we could take this conversation in so many ways. Maybe we should just turn it back over to Adam. <laughs> it's not going to help things. So many different directions. So, yeah, I, I, I watched the trailer as well, and I'm, I'm genuinely interested. I, I thought it looked pretty funny. Yeah. I, I thought it looked pretty funny, and it could be... I don't, I don't know. The action is up in the air for me. Right. Because but, Sam Jackson and Richard Roundtree are old, but I don't know what the new kid can do. So Who knows? Who yeah. knows? But I, 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 I'm wondering if they're going to try to take a different tact on it and kind of do a... 21 no, Jump Street? Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. Where it's a little self-referential. Right. You know, it, it, it looks inward a little bit. Um, I, I hope if they do that, they don't go too far with it. Right. They, you know, they just kind of give you a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and that's it. Right. Well, I think I think that's what, like, uh, the, the, the soft millennial mm-hmm. character will be for. He'll be, like, there to point out that Sam Jackson can't call women bitch and slap them across the face and things like that. Oh, no, that's already in the trailer. They've, I'm sure it is. They've oh, already yeah. covered that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, well, I can guess. Yeah. Look how easy I can guess these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you've already hit the nail on the head with that one. And, yeah. and that the that part of the trailer was legitimately kind of funny because it was yeah it was legitimately yeah i'm sure it's funny it's just yeah i can point i know (laughs) i know how to write a movie (laughs) (laughs) if you would like a movie written please (laughs) hit us up at hopnationusa at gmail.com care of steve steve will write you your movie script i'll write you a movie he wants 20 percent on top and five percent of gross i need upfront as well (laughs) (laughs) don't work for free So I, I saw a movie that you might actually be interested in, Adam. I didn't oh. see the trailer. I just saw it, it just like popped up okay. on the uh, 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 little radar there. It's called Ford vs. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Yes, I definitely want to see that. And okay. that, is, that highlights the, uh, the battle at Le Mans. Yeah. Yeah. The 1966 Le Mans 24-hour race. Yes. I just figured you, yeah. I didn't know if you knew about it. I figured oh, yes. I'd alert you to it. Yes. So, Sam, I, you are obviously not particularly interested in nope. this, judging by you playing with your eyebrows right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, never saw the trailer. Never heard of the film. It's got Christian Bale and Matt it. Damon. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it's a legitimate movie. Right, well, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that that sounds pretty fast and furious. You know, that that 24-hour race. <laughs> oh, no, it does. But it's but, probably not going to be anything right. compared to what we're going to talk about next. But is it as fast and furious as what Sam's been dying to talk about the entire time? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, exactly. The new Fast and the Furious movie. And, I mean, look, this one doesn't have all the characters in it. This is just Hobbs and Shaw. But at the same time, you guys have seen the trailer, correct? I've seen the trailer. Yeah, have you seen the trailer for this movie? Or? I've only seen some screenshots. Oh, my God. Dude. But yeah, the screenshot that I saw was ridiculous enough for me to want to go see it. <laughs> it it's it's absolutely absurd. It's I mean, they're continually trying to outdo themselves with, with these movies. And I don't want to spoil too much about it. I don't even know if I know what the plot is. I don't Space even know Nazis. if I care. It's these two guys and that, I one, can't, that I, one guy that was in 12 Years a Slave is in it, I think. Idris and, Elba. 
Idris Elba, and he plays and Brixton. He's been in a Eric. lot of other things than that. But <laughs> he was on The Office. He was in Thor. <laughs> he was in Luther. Uh, I just. But he wa- was also in Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I just watched Luther. Anywho, he's Brixton, and he's a bad guy. And Hobbs and Shaw are trying to st- um, trying to stop him from doing something. Hobbs and Shaw being the Rock and Jason Statham. The Rock and Jason Statham. <laughs> and you have to explain these things because I don't think most people who watch these movies remember character names. Right. You have to say <laughs> you have to say the Rock and Jason Statham are fighting Idris Elba with superpowers. <laughs> right. Yes, and uh, Jason Statham's sisters in the film. And she stole some type of virus or something that Brixton's after. So Idris Elba is trying to get this virus or whatever thing back that we could wipe out, you know, part of humanity. And then The Rock and Statham have to protect the sister. And there's a whole bunch of bad guys. And they're constantly bickering at one another. And mm-hmm. it just looks like an absolute comedic shit show of a film. And, you know, the stunts are going to be crazy. I'm sure the budget was huge. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. everybody's going to watch it. And it's probably going to make about a billion dollars, just like the rest of those friggin' films do. Yeah. I, the one thing I'll give to this film, it looks like fucking Tango and Cash. <laughs> and I hate to use the phrase on steroids, but it's like Tango and Cash on superpowers is so what it is. Cranked up to 11. Yeah, crank. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's cranked with the rock this yeah. time. Also in it. So. It's, it's the <laughs> rock and crank. Voltage. <laughs> it's the rock and crank versus Idris Elba. And, but what I like about it is because it's a smaller cast than what you usually see in the Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm is there's a lot more interaction between The Rock and Jason Statham. And you get that Tango and Cash, like, quippiness. And, like, they're constantly trying to outdo each other. And they're also busting each other's balls. Right. There's some legitimately funny stuff that I've seen in the trailer. I'm just worried that I saw it all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the the action sequences will make up for any of those shortfalls. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they yeah. will. I just love that that scene in the latest trailer where The Rock is ripping a helicopter down with his That's arm. Ridiculous. He's got this chain. It's tied to the helicopter. He's got it wrapped around one arm. He's holding on to the back of a Jeep. It just rips this, this friggin' thing down. I have to watch this trailer now. It's, yeah. it's just completely and utterly ridiculous. They're driving cars out of windows of buildings and doing flips through midair. It's, That's standard fare for a Fast and right. Furious movie. Right. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, every time you see it, it's a little different, but right. it's still awesome. Do you have a beer suggested pairing for this sam oh man i'm going to go with the weyerbacher imperial pumpkin because i support them and i want you could have said insanity you could have gone with insanity you still i don't know if i've ever had the insanity yeah i have oh you know i've had the sinsanity have you ever had that that's the cinnamon cinnamon version of the insanity yeah yeah Yeah. so you could you just go with that let's go with that weyerbacher's insanity (laughs) insanity sinsanity whichever one is available and i can find i'll have that one and the duke law 850 cc or whatever mm-hmm. that, that was the coffee porter or whatever there you go yeah that's an engine thing yeah <laughs> wasn't there a bear republic speed racer racer number five or something yeah, yeah. you can, you can yeah, race maybe, number I'll, five. maybe i'll go with that racer number five i think breckenridge had a 72 imperial and then nail smith speedway stout drink yeah. them all and then come out bl- <laughs> just black out drunk <laughs> watch the movie twice <laughs> yeah exactly you'll miss half of it because you're wasted or in the bathroom <laughs> that too <laughs> All right. Either That's going good. number one, number two, or number three. <laughs> You definitely will vom <laughs> if you drink all of that in the span of one movie. Vom <laughs> vom. Yeah, vom vom. Rev your engines, boys. It's time to vom vom. <laughs> I, I hope everybody enjoys their summer movie turnouts. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited for Godzilla and Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen all those movies, go see the new Child's Play. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> There's a new Child's Play coming out? Yes. Why? Yeah. 
Because everything that was old is new again. Uh, it's child's play for the 20th century, so the Buddy or Chucky doll or whatever can this must be everything Bluetooth and he can control the world, all the electronics. This he, must owns, be he owns them. What it's yeah. like to be part of Generation X. I don't know what they do. I, <laughs> Generation X doesn't pop up anymore. Nobody talks about no, them. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, I just think they all... The lost of, generation. Yeah, and probably maybe Doug Durder will close... <laughs> Uh, clue us in on this one, but I'm pretty sure they just sit around listening to Nirvana and Ugly Kid Joe records. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, that's all the right. thing. <laughs> no, you got me with Ugly Kid Joe. I'm good with that. Yeah, <laughs> unless they see Alice in Chains in a trailer for a movie, they don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can just have a movie called just Man in a Box, right? <laughs> it's just that's it. Yeah, you don't have to show them anything. Yeah, just down in the well. Oh, I'll go watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, they, that movie does exist. It's called Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Not and a bad the whole movie. movie is filmed with him in a casket. Yeah. No. Not a bad movie. Yeah, it actually isn't. You should okay. watch it. Okay. No Alice in Chains music in it, I don't think. I'm all right. Mm, I don't think so either. But maybe. Maybe, they, maybe I forgot one of the songs. Maybe it's the ringtone on his phone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, all right. Anyhow. Yes. So that was a good movie preview. There's a yes. lot There's a lot to look forward to this summer. I think we'll actually sure see are. some movies that we enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to see Avengers and Godzilla, and that's about it. If you don't see me in public otherwise, then you don't see me. <laughs> Did you know that the Ford GT40 actually used taillights from the Chevrolet Corvair? We're done. We're moving yeah. on. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We knew that. We knew that. <laughs> we knew that. Look, you can come back and have a car episode after you watch your movie. <laughs> yes. And we'll do Speedways out and 850cc or whatever. <laughs> we'll have to do a different version of the Speedway That's out. fine. We could do There's yeah. 8,000 versions. Yeah, we'll find one. All right, we'll do Racer 5. All right. But for now, we have to come back to the platform beer. I liked it. The I Pranels, really liked the it. The Pranel's Tort. So I, I'm in agreement with Steve. Yeah. After finishing, you know, probably two tasters of this, I love the beer, but I don't know if I could have more than two. I could definitely have more than one 16-ounce can, but I don't think I could go more than 32 ounces in one sitting. I, I'm going to stick with the 16-ounce limit. I think one can in a session is is just about perfect. Yeah. I think one is a supplementary dessert. Mm -hmm. Or even if you're fat like me, and just pair it with a tort as well. Oh, double tort. Double tort. <laughs> double tort that life. <laughs> hey, I was going to say, maybe maybe they will come out with a double tort beer. Mm. I mean, they're making doubles mm. of everything now, so why mm. not a double toward beer? Yeah. Make it 12%. Put more all burnt almonds in there. Okay. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> After the police. Release it with Fast and Furious 9. Call it Tortoretto. Oh. Hey oh, man. Don't, you shouldn't even give them those free ideas. I'm just giving, I'm just so giving good. it away. Is it made with family? <laughs> it's made with family. Brandles is a family bakery. <laughs> uh -huh. Like I've already said, it's it's a one- it's a it's a one and done for me, but it's really good because it hits all the notes mm -hmm. that it's supposed to. So let's move on to the podium. Yes. Anybody want to go first? I'll go first. What the hell? Okay. Uh, so for me, in the bronze medal position, uh, I'm actually going to put that toppling Goliath. Not saying it was a bad beer for what it is. It's just not something that I particularly like. I, I see why people like it. It's just not for me. So it just kind of goes into bronze medal position. It, to me, it just kind of goes into... It's just a, it, it's another beer in a series. Uh, it, it didn't jump out at me. In the silver medal position, I am going to go with the Barroom Hero, uh, the Magic Hat Dropkick Murphys collaboration. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't honestly anything special, but I, I liked it just a little bit more than what uh, Toppling Goliath had to offer. And if I had a choice between the two, I think I'd probably go with the uh, 
the barroom hero. But in the gold medal position, the platform pranels, yeah, far and away, gold medal winner, bar none. Uh, I don't think I have to explain it any further what we already did earlier in the segment. Gold medal winner, running away with it. All right. Well, I'll go next, and now I'm going to disagree. Okay. <laughs> disagree, sir. Uh, bronze, I'm going to give to the barroom hero. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it is unremarkable. I, I really don't care one way or another about it. It's one of those, if you hand it to me, sure, I'll drink it. I'm not going to turn my nose up at it like an asshole. It's fine. It hits everything it's supposed to be. It tastes like an English mild, as it says. Mm-hmm. If I'm at a Murphy show and it's cheaper than everything else, sure, I'll buy that. Otherwise... I couldn't give two dog farts about it. <laughs> uh, silver, I'm going to give to the platform tort. It's really good. It hits all the notes that it wants to, but it's a one and done dessert beer drinker. And that's its really own utility. I'm not going to be drinking it out in a parking lot like we've already said. I'm not tailgating with this. I'm not doing much of anything other than just, you know, drinking it while I'm either editing the podcast or for dessert or something like that. It's it's nothing that I'm going to get into a heavy session with. You know, I might end a session with it, mm. but still, it's just one. And that means gold is going to the pseudo Sue by toppling Goliath because I can crush a shitload of those. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a really well-made and soft beer. Like, it's so easy drinking, and it doesn't have a real resinous back end to it. It's also not very dry on the back end. But the flavor does terminate in such a way that you want to go back for more. And it's citrusy, it's flavorful, and it's just good. It's well made. So I want more. And I want a lot more. Toppling Goliath, change your distro. <laughs> Florida people suck. <laughs> road trip to Massachusetts, road trip to Florida. Yay, yay, yay. Massachusetts is 10 hours away. Florida's 18. Florida's warmer. I just want to have to go to Vintage Estates. I don't care if you don't come to Pittsburgh. Just go to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to Massachusetts, you could also hit up Trillium and Treehouse. I haven't been impressed later. with any of those beers yet. I couldn't you give don't even sh- add any Trillium beers. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not impressed with it. <laughs> that don't impress me much. <laughs> you had one one friggin' Treehouse beer. Come I know. I didn't love it. <laughs> and it felt... And of the four breweries so far that you've been on the show for, that of Fat Orange Cat, Lord Hobo... Uh, Treehouse and now Toppling Goliath, who all make top tier, quote unquote top tier, uh, you know, IPAs. The Treehouse has been the worst of those four. You think so? Yeah. That's interesting. I did not like it at all. Fair enough. Alrighty. So now it is time for my rating. And this is going to be very similar to Steve's because he is right and Adam is wrong. And I always, <laughs> like, to, I always like to go with the person that's right. So I'm going to go with the Barroom Hero in last place. It's definitely a forgettable beer, that's for sure, even though the Dropkick Murphys are not a forgettable band. One of Probably one of my favorite bands. They're put on a great show, and I enjoy that. So if it is at a show, like Steve said, if it's the cheapest thing there, I'll drink it. If not, I'll probably drink the cheapest thing there. So we'll do. We'll go with that uh, in third. Uh, second is going to be the Platform Tort. And this was a tough one for me because I really did enjoy this beer. But for the same reason Steve said, it hits all the right notes. But, you know, you can't really crush this beer. It's a dessert beer. It is what it is. Uh, it's fantastic. I would recommend that everybody try it. I would certainly drink it again. I think it's very good. Uh, but it's going to have to take a silver medal. 
on tonight's podium, and that means that the gold is going to the Pseudo Sue, and that's probably surprises no one here. Uh, <laughs> love the Pseudo Sue. It is it is probably one of my favorite beers. It's very crushable. It's very good. It's 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 hopped so well. It's got a great nose, a great body, a great aftertaste, and you know, like Steve said, it's it's soft and it's you know hoppy yet refreshing at the same time. It's just it's so well made, and the buzz that it generates uh, around the country and the craft beer community is in my opinion well deserved and every time i think back about the pseudo so it just seems so odd that it was made in collaboration with a friggin museum <laughs> and the beer turned out to be that great and it's be- out of iowa and out of iowa <laughs> yeah and and it's pretty much the flagship beer of toppling goliath when you ask people that know the brewery what name one beer from toppling goliath they're gonna say the pseudo so mm-hmm. i'm sure they have other great beers as well i've had yeah. a couple of them but um, it's it's so good. So it's definitely taking gold for me tonight. Yeah, that's the funny thing is like pseudo Sioux coming out of Iowa is like I equate that to stouts coming out of Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like with, you just don't with expect prairie. it. Right, with Prairie, yeah. Because like, I mean, nothing against Oklahoma, but like there's not a big craft brewing scene out of there as mm-hmm. far as I can tell. And doing stouts so well in it, it, oh, Oklahoma's hot <laughs> yeah yes it <laughs> like is. it's not the market you would think it would come from <laughs> it touches Texas so it's got to get <laughs> hot down there <laughs> wait why why you make so many stouts <laughs> it's hot <laughs> it's hot in Oklahoma yeah but yeah so those are our rankings uh you know like Sam said Sam and I are right and uh Adam is <laughs> also right, right right for Adam <laughs> that's why I said it yeah. Adam's right for Adam <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, go try them all. Yeah, they they weren't bad, even though we're saying the barroom here is unremarkable. If you like Yingling, go try it. You know, honestly, I'd rather have an unremarkable beer than a bad beer. Oh, absolutely. And we've had bad beers on <laughs> yeah. this show. So it, <laughs> oh yeah, we've definitely had bad beers, and yeah. we've had bad beers from Magic Hats. So. Right. <laughs> it's definitely not yes, a low yeah. watermark. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Um, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's about as many stars as uh, Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw is going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a five-star show. Yeah. It's going to be a five-star movie. You know why? Why? It's got The Rock. Yeah. It's got Jason Statham. Yeah. It's got Idris Elba. Yeah. And it's got Roman Reigns. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about the woman. You don't have to look at the woman. It's all about cars and muscly dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Which certainly leads to a five-star film. That's a five-star film. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go see that other movie with all the shafts. (laughs) Make it a day of muscly dudes and shafts. <laughs> you let me know how that goes. <laughs> oh, that's not me. I'm going to go see the Avengers like a nerd. <laughs> and then I'm going to go watch big monsters <laughs> with the Godzilla. <laughs> and the atomic breath. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you have anything to add to episode 104? Well, episode 104 has been great. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed coming back to the show. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'll do it again soon to uh, drink some more beers with you guys. Uh, Thank you for bringing Pseudo Sue to us. Yes. You are, you are welcome. Yes. All the way from Florida. Um, yeah. So I'll bring more beers next time. Okay. We'll drink. We'll enjoy. It'll be awesome. Right on. All right. Stay tuned for that episode and more. But not next week. Next week we're doing something different. <laughs>
won't be Sam. It'll be other people. But it'll be people. So there you go. And it'll that. still be good. So yeah, definitely, be good. definitely know, check it out. It, it might be robots. No, no, it won't be robots. We might, might be monsters. The show. No, it's on the schedule. It's people next week. Robots episode 106. Oh. <laughs> robots 106. I'm crafting a soundboard so we can just, <laughs> I can just plug in what we're saying. I like it. All right, that's it. Bye. <laughs>